Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Let's get it started in here. And the bass keeps running, running, and running. Five There's no disrespect, so when I bust my rhyme, you break your necks. We got five minutes for us to disconnect. Oh, 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 so away from tradition, because when we be out, girl, it's full of me that. We wouldn't Let's get it started. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Open Mind. We are your hosts, Wits and Roz. We are back for consecutive weeks for the first time in a while. I think this uh, COVID 19 is helping out with that process because. Really, all I have to do is sit in my room next to this mic anyways and just convince my boy Wits to hop on the line. How are we doing today, Wits? You still healthy and uh, quarantining the right way? Yep, healthy, quarantining. Uh, not not much has changed for me because I, I still go into my office by myself. But yeah, these, are, these are very weird times. So quarantine is, is underway. It is. It's super weird. And I got coerced this morning into watching the... Uh, March Madness, the 2008 March Madness finals between Kansas and Memphis, and wow, does Memphis choke down the stretch. I mean, it looks like Xander playing basketball out there the final two minutes for Memphis, whereas Kansas looks more like a Roz in the final two minutes, and especially in overtime when they run away with it. Um, but it's it's really bringing some heartache, Xander. I cannot believe we would be moving on to what is technically the third round, but really the second round for everybody who cares about March Madness. Um as oh, I don't even Sunday. want to hear it. I don't even want to think about it. Think about I'm making. I'm forcing you because I I'm feeling the hurt right now. As this would have been an exciting, jam-packed weekend starting last Thursday, and now we should be heading into the Sweet 16 with most of the matchups ready, and that is not the case. How are we handling ourselves over there? Uh, I don't even know how to describe it. Um, I, I might take up the piano again. I'm so bored today. But Dude, that's yeah, a real talent the NFL. That. You know what? I have to. I have to pat myself on the back. I was an excellent piano player at one point in time, so I might have to take up take up the skill again while there is no live sports to watch. And uh, nobody, yeah, man, it's nobody crazy. did the Hangover rendition better than you did. What do tigers <laughs> dream of when they take a little tiger snooze? See, I'm wondering how many times we've done that little bit on this show. I feel like we've done it a good amount, but um, you're right. We have to we have to move on and find new hobbies. Uh, I'm working on something. I'm reading books again. You know, I feel like I'm back yeah, in. Yeah, me too. Uh, I'm back in the uh, grade school days. A little bit, uh, a little yeah, high school me. Keep- Keep the book logs, the time tracker. The oh my god, those book logs that you had to like fill up, and they like made like it looked like graphs, and you had to hit a certain certain like point each week. Do you remember that? Oh my god, I would cheat in the library all the time, just fill it in myself with a new book. Yeah, I do remember that, and I, I kind of wish we still had we were forced to keep book logs still because I feel like you should definitely read 
even if you don't like it. And I don't really like it that much, but it's uh, it's good for you. I know that. No, it, it it's definitely good for you, um, uh, and it, it really helps enhance your brain power. And in times like this, you definitely need to be enhancing your brain power, not whatever the reverse of that is, because um, we need to we need to come out of this stronger, better, smarter, faster. I mean, you guys aren't all going to be athletic like me after this, but I mean that's that's a tall task to ask in the first place. Wits, the athletic. NFL. Uh, get what off that mean? train, will you? Dude, I am. I'm a top-notch athlete that uh, uh, I should start selling. How many like, varsity ladders? I should start selling home videos of my – I should put up a basketball hoop in my apartment. Uh, we can make this exciting. The ESPN, but it's going to be Ethan Sports Network. Um, so, which – the NFL put, uh, put the mixtape right next to your varsity ladder. Oh, I can make a mixtape. I, I can go on Slam Magazine – um, all the above. Like you're just you're just not answering, not acknowledging my my statement. But it's okay. I, we'll move on. Honestly, you make so many great statements on the show. I just sometimes I I'm at a loss for words and don't know how to respond or choose not to respond and let them just float there. All right, the NFL. The only thing that we have left to entertain us, and boy oh boy were we long wrong last week. If you listen to our show. I made another stern proclamation that Tom Brady was not going to leave the Patriots. But if you also listen to this show, you know there are death, taxes, and strong proclamations that Ethan makes that don't come true and actually go the reverse direction. So, Tom Brady to the Buccaneers, Wits. And when I heard that he was leaving in the first place, I mean, my first thought when it was like, yo, he's not coming back to the Patriots, I was like, okay, um, that was an option. That's something that could happen. And <laughs> I, I have some destinations I can see him going where the jersey's not going to be disgusting. But if you're telling me that Tom Brady in a creamsicle Tampa Bay Buccaneer jersey is something you were expecting, my God, that is going to be one of the ugliest things we see 40 years from now. When they do the Joe Montana leaving, when they do the Brett Favre in a Jets uniform, when they do Bo Jackson in some other uniform, I forgot because I was watching way too much ESPN this morning. But anybody who leaves their teams and finish off somewhere else, they always have that story. And this is going to be one ugly story to look back on. Yeah, out of all the teams, I did not expect the Bucks to be the final destination for Tom Brady. And I'm I'm really wondering how it's going to play out, Roz, because you know we've seen great players at the end of their careers make a switch, and then um, you know they've already been deteriorating a little bit. And I don't want to say that about Tom Brady. I think he was dealing with a lot of injuries this year, and I think he's still definitely um, an above-average quarterback in the NFL. But interested that he picked the Bucks. I do see some of the reasons why. I mean, Bruce Arians. I think he's done a great job working with quarterbacks throughout his career. And there is a, there's a lot of weapons over there, Roz. Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. Uh, this could be an exciting team in a division right now. Um, I want to say it's very winnable. I think the Saints are still the top dog. But, you know, if Drew Brees leaves the Saints, you know, where does that leave them? So well, he's, the he Bucks, signed a two-year, $50 million uh, extension with the Saints, so he's not leaving the Saints. So the, I was going to bring that point up. When he, when he – when he takes the first snap, then I'll be a believer. But until then, he signed. I don't know. There's a contract. Can what are you talking about? Uh, there's a lot of contracts out there. They don't always come true. 
Okay. Well, sign a big contract. Get traded the next day. I think that was day. a product of you not knowing that he signed a contract. But it's okay. I'm filling you in. He signed a two-year, $50 million contract. He will be back with the Saints this year. And I wanted to talk about that anyways because I think that is super interesting that we have Drew Brees, Tom Brady in the same division. They're going to play each other twice. That'll make for some fun. He's now in the NFC competing in the Packers conference because the Packers are the best team in the NFC. And uh, that could be interesting in the playoffs or even if they're scheduled to play the Packers. We can get a lot of 12-on-12 this year, um, and I'm excited about that. Any Now that you know where Breeze is playing, is that an intriguing matchup, or are these two going to fade and we're just going to be watching two old farts throwing the ball around for two out of our 16 games this year? No, I, I think it's still a very intriguing matchup. I mean, Drew Brees had an awfully good year last year. Uh, you know, I know he was hurt with the thumb for five, I think it was six games, but, you know, he led me to a fantasy championship, didn't let me down this time. So I, I think there's there's still some gas left in the tank for these two guys. I know that they're they're both over 40, but, I mean, they're they're just kind of a different breed. And, you know, they don't, like I said, they're not very mobile, um, but that's never been their style, and they've been competing at a high level for such a long time. Um, there's just something about Tom Brady. I mean, he's like a, just a transcendent athlete that I, I just I can't just see him fading off into the sunset and having a very average year. I think he's still a very good player. Um, but yeah, the fact that he's going to a new system for the first time in in 20 years, new scenery. Um, I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see it. I'm also excited to see what the Patriots do because you know what, I, I would like both of them to have success, Brady and the Patriots, because. I think they're a great organization, great quarterback. Bill Belichick, maybe the greatest coach of all time. So I would like to see them both do well. But right now, I I just want any inkling of live sports to come back on the TV. Well, I think it's interesting because for us, there's no gambling going on. And Vegas closed down all these casinos. But what I've seen is this change in... um, in odds and the Buccaneers jumping to 12 to five, the, the saints are still overwhelming favorites at two to three in their division. I'm curious if you think that'll shift as we move closer to the regular season and more pieces come together for both of these teams. Um, but the Buccaneers jumping from what was a last place team in their division to now a, the second favorite in their division who do you take and other outliers? Do you think the Atlanta Falcons might be competitive this year? I mean, they just signed Todd Gurley, which we need to talk about. And then the Panthers now with Teddy Bridgewater. He was 5-0 and last year as a starter. So what do you think there, Wits? Yeah, I, I was going to bring up the Todd Gurley move as well. I mean, the Falcons are they're only a few years removed from what should have been a Super Bowl victory if they didn't blow that 25-point lead in the fourth quarter. So... You know, Matt Ryan, Todd Gurley, um, I think I read something that said they're going to be like one of the first offenses ever to have 10-plus first-round picks starting on their offense at the start of next year if everything stays the same. So, you know, that's interesting. And then the Panthers, I would have to put them at the bottom of the barrel right now if I was going to pick anybody. Uh, you know, Luke is, that, is that no love for Teddy Bridgewater, or is that just the team as a whole? Uh, that's just the team as a whole. I mean, you know, as good as Teddy Bridgewater can be, you know, that team was not very good last year. They showed some sparks, but overall, I would take the other three teams in the division over them right now. But, you know, I, I'm wrong all the time. I was wrong last week. So, 
anything can happen. But this, I think, this is going to be an exciting division. I think I'm pick, would put the favorite. I would say pick one right now. right now. Pick one right now. I have to pick the Saints. Dude, I think you know, it's interesting because they also pick. they got Emmanuel Sanders as well. And I know he's 32, but I mean, he had a pretty productive season for both the Broncos and the 49ers last year. Um, pretty hit or miss in the fantasy world. He would have massive games or no games at all. But if you think about the Saints, they haven't really had a number two receiver for Michael Thomas or for other receivers whenever they've had them, like uh, Marquise Colston. I guess they had Robert Meacham at the same time. But they, they're kind of like the Packers in the sense that they've always had one receiver and then all these fill-in guys that are random names catching touchdown passes from Drew Brees. But how about Emmanuel Sanders now lining up on the other side of Michael Thomas? Yeah, I mean, the Saints, the past couple of years, I thought they had some opportunities with guys like Traquan Smith, Ted Ginn Jr., um, you know, just to make some noise, but none of those guys ever really stepped up to the plate. And it was always, you know, throw the ball to Michael Thomas 15 to 20 times a game, give the ball to Mark Ingram, Alvin Kamara, or Alvin Kamara, Latavius Murray. So Emmanuel Sanders, you know, 32, is definitely getting up there for a wide receiver, but he showed some spark last year. And I think, you know, it was one of the big reasons the 49ers offense was able to click in the playoffs. Uh, you know, he made some big plays. I know they're, um, you know, great at running the ball, but I think he provided a spark, and I think he could definitely do that for the Saints. It'll be interesting. For me, because we're a gambling show, I'm going to pick. I am. I'm going to go with Tom Brady. I think there's just this winning element, and I think Bruce Arians is such a good coach for him to go to. Um, and then these are weapons. Uh, I don't think Tom Brady could ever imagine he would have had. And, I mean, it starts with Mike Evans, who will take the top off of most defenses. Chris Godwin, who was the best slot second receiver, maybe of all time for fantasy owners, last year. And then O.J. Howard, a beyond athletic tight end. Um, not to mention some other pieces along the line um, in their wide receiver core. So I'm going to go just because I think there's better odds here, and I think there's a real opportunity for changing of the guard in, in this division. So I'm going to go the Buccaneers, and we're talking uh, NFC South way too early. We're not going to be breaking down the divisions just yet, but I do like this new Tom Brady era we're in. And uh, speaking of new eras... A man almost retired, but he's going to come back for what it looks like one more year for $25 million, and that's Philip Rivers to the Indianapolis Colts. We began talking about this last week, how me and you both felt that it was Brissett's team and there was no need to go get this veteran. How do we feel now that Philip Rivers is the starting quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts? Or is he not I the starting the quarterback? I mean, you're not. I don't think you give $25 million to a backup. Um <laughs> That would just be me, though. I, I don't like this move just as much as I didn't like the thought of it last week. Phillip Rivers is a good quarterback, but he's never won a big game in his entire career, and I just don't like it. I mean, there, there's not much for me to break down besides that Phillip Rivers, we've seen him play for almost two decades now and really done much from a winning football game's perspective when it really matters, which at the end of the day is what it's all about. You know, the regular season, the stats, they really don't mean much in terms of looking back on someone's career, especially as a quarterback and saying, you know, how many Super Bowls did you win? How many playoff games? You know, how much did you show up in the big moment? Phillip Rivers, you know, pretty good career, but on those top levels that I'm going to measure somebody off of, not somebody I'd be super excited about 
leading my team next year, especially at the age that he's at. Right. Interesting enough, though, Vegas Insiders has put the Colts at number seven, or that is tied with like four teams, the Packers, the Eagles, and the Seahawks, all at 20-1 to to win. So they have moved ahead of everybody in their division. Obviously, we had the large rally off against the DeAndre Hopkins trade last week, so we don't need to go back into that. Um, I'm just trying to think, in that division, are the Colts the front runners? though? I know that he hasn't won a big game, and I don't think we're going to see a massive game out of him until he reaches the postseason, but is there anybody contending with the Colts in their own division? I mean, yeah, obviously. You, you, know, think, the te- the you Jag- think the Texans... Oh, you think the Jaguars? Who the who the hell? The, oh, I, who the Jaguars I, I, have? I was just gonna name off. I was gonna name off all the teams in the division because I mean we had the Titans in that division who just made the AFC Championship game. Um, we had the Jags who were have not been very good the past couple of years, but they were a team that was in the AFC Championship game a few years ago. And then we also got the Texans who won a playoff game this past year. So the I mean, Texans, competition wise, I don't know. I, don't I think, think the Texans. <laughs> are completely going the other way on the graph. They're the red line going down, like most of our stocks. And then you've got the Colts, who it might be a short-term thing, but their defense is as good as it's been in the last decade. And then they've got this experienced quarterback. Who knows how he'll play? But I think they're trending upwards. And then the Jaguars have been nothing but a dumpster fire since that AFC championship. I think you are stuck in the past a little bit, my friend. I mean, Gardner Minshew, I do not believe, is going to be compete at the level of these other three quarterbacks in this division, even though I don't even know how good Ryan Tannehill will be. Um, and they tagged uh, Derrick Henry, so we could have a whole saga with Derrick Henry when it comes to um, holding out and not playing this season. Obviously, we've seen that year in and year out uh, since the Le'Veon Bell years with running backs not wanting to play. Um, I'm going to go with the Colts here at 20 to 1. I like them a lot. I'm not going to pick them to win the Super Bowl, but I think they're going to, I think they coast to an easy division win. That's my opinion. And we're, we're going to hop off the divisions. Wow. Yeah, easy win. And then that's, that's I'm going to. a yikes call. I don't think it's a yikes call. I think it's going to be something you're like, oh, wow, Ethan, you said this on Sunday, March 22nd. Um, and you were you couldn't have been more right. Uh, Melvin Gordon to the Broncos, one of those goodbye. I, he, that's one of the goodbye moves. I, I say this because this happens to players, and I'm coming from a fantasy football perspective. This is a uh, this is a goodbye move because you won't be drafting him in the first four rounds. And if you do, it'll be a mistake. I don't think he's going to be productive. Um, here on the final stretch of his career. And I'm saying final stretch, and he's only 26. I, that's just my take so far. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if this is the final stretch. This is the final stretch. Run, he's career. a running back, dude. Think about running backs who move. Running backs, wide receivers, all these um, all these position players that move never produce the same way that they did on their old team. Find me a guy that has. But Melvin Gordon going to an already crowded backfield. Um, Philip Lindsay, who was just in the Pro Bowl, um, I got to tell you, not really the best place to be going, especially after you were just competing with Austin Eckler for time, who is a hello player, because Austin Eckler is going to be a sexy, sexy fantasy football pick. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't really know where the Broncos are going here, because, you know, if I did read this, I think during the week, they cut Joe Flacco. They did. So they I did. guess this means Drew Locke 
stepping into the fold as a starting quarterback for this team? Is that I'm all in on that. Is that where we're headed here? Yeah, Drew Locke's gonna be the starting quarterback. He didn't look he didn't look bad and he didn't look great, but this guy the guy has an arm for sure. This is a guy I, I can get behind. I don't get behind a lot of these um he's not a rookie anymore, but these young quarterbacks that were sitting waiting their time or were projected to be big time quarterbacks at one point in their college career. But I do like this guy. I'm a big Drew Locke guy. Um, and your boy Cortland Sutton, or Sutton, I think is gonna he's gonna prosper from this. Uh, yeah, I mean it'd be hard to have a, a much bigger year than he had last year. But Roz, I mean this division, I think for the for the near future is gonna be dominated by the Chiefs. I don't think there's any way around that. Um, you know the Chargers, you know getting rid of Rivers, Gordon, it, it could be a little bit of a tough stretch there for, for them, and then the Broncos as well. You know, they didn't, they didn't show me a lot last year, and, you know, the addition of Melvin Gordon is nice, but like you said, they do have a Pro Bowl running back in Philip Lindsay, who I don't know if is, a, I would say, a top-tier, like, three-down back in the league, but, you know, he is very good. Um, and then you get the Raiders, who, I don't know, they might make some noise, they might not. It's hard to tell, but, I mean, the Chiefs are, you know, they're the top tier in this division, so I don't know if it's all going to mean really anything for these teams unless they can sniff out a wild card spot but yeah not, nothing too exciting for me Broncos wise even though Melvin Gordon is he's a very good player I don't know how much of a difference he's going to make over here well there's a lot of players which looking for jobs these days I mean Jameis Winston's now on that market and uh we've still got some quarterbacks in the looking for it as well I don't know why they're not coming to my mind but the perfect hire can have an impact on your business for years to come. And that's talking about the NFL. It can impact your team for years to come. And the only place to find the perfect hire is on LinkedIn Jobs. So, Jameis, head over to LinkedIn. LinkedIn has over 675 million members worldwide. LinkedIn Jobs screen candidates with hard and soft skills you're looking for. That's I cannot believe that's a line. Just uh, fill in your own blank there. So you can hire the right person fast. LinkedIn looks beyond the work skills and puts your job posts in front of qualified candidates who match your business requirements perfectly. It's no wonder a person is hired every eight seconds with LinkedIn. And why companies rated LinkedIn Jobs the number one hiring platform for delivering quality hires. Find the right person for your business today, maybe Jameis Winston, with LinkedIn Jobs. You can pay what you want and get the first $50 off. Just visit linkedin.com slash team again. And that's linkedin.com slash team to get $50 off your first job post. Terms and conditions may apply. I cannot believe um, I worked that in that. That worked it in there that way. But uh, Jameis Winston on LinkedIn, if you guys need to look up his resume, he threw 30 interceptions last year. Arguably could have been, <laughs> could have been defensive player of the year last year. Um, and uh, you can find him there on LinkedIn. Other players looking for jobs on LinkedIn, Jadavion Clowney, he's still unsigned. Um, Robbie Anderson of the Jets, still unsigned. Um, but that is all we can say for LinkedIn. Other than LinkedIn, we've got Bet Online. We were just talking about odds on winning divisions and everything. You can get your uh, futures bets in. Those aren't canceled, thank God. And while you're waiting this time out at home, with us, you can still have fun by betting at betonline.com. With no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on, but BetOnline still has hundreds of places to wager, including their online casino with poker and blackjack, where you can probably find wits. He is a He's a poker addict, and uh, he's pretty good at it, so I'm going to 
tell you be wary when you're playing against them. And sports aren't totally done. There's still mixed martial arts, which I'm competing in because I'm a freak. American Idol, which I should compete in because I have an amazing voice. The election, you just need to elect me as president anyways. We have all old candidates who... I'm a little bit tired of the spelling bee, which I can't do because I don't have the intellect for that. That's more of a witch job. <laughs> and there is a $750,000 poker series, $750,000 poker series to be betting on as well. There is still fun to be had. So go to betonline.ag and use the promo code MYPOD100 to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag. And use the promo code MYPOD100. Bet online, the fun never ends, even when there's a coronavirus. I added that last line because I thought that was that was fair. Because there hasn't been a whole lot of fun. Um, Wits, last of these, I promise. I am wearing a t-shirt that reads, Jameis Winston to the Patriots. Just because I want to see Bill Belichick turn Jameis Winston. This would be like the Mulan project. Where I'm going to make a man <laughs> out of you. Like... This would be James Winston like going in there, pretending to be somebody else, and Bill Belichick turns that 33 and 30 guy into a 42 and 8 guy. Um, and I'm talking touchdowns to interception ratios. So that's the t shirt I'm wearing. I haven't been wearing a lot of t shirts because it's quarantine and I like being naked. Um, all I got to tell you about is what's up? Super excited about our new sponsor for our show. Sal's changing. Formal wear is out, and the t shirt is in. True Classic Tees are my favorite. It's based in LA where your boy Roz is hanging out at and a t-shirt company that is on the rise. And I got to tell you, there might be thousands of t-shirt companies, but this one, this one's on the rise. The t-shirts are soft, they hold up in the wash, and are incredibly versatile. You could wear them out, you can wear them to work out, or around the house like I'm doing right now. And it sounds like we'll all be doing that for a long time. Um, hopefully we get answers soon. And the best part, they're incredibly cheap. Only $15, and now you can get them for even less Go to trueclassictees.com and use the code at checkout B-L-E-A-V for 20% off. That is Believe B-L-E-A-V at trueclassictees.com. You could look like your boy Roz, repping them t-shirts every day. And uh, it looks I've got all the sexy techniques you need to pull off a t-shirt. If you need that, head over to the Instagram, EthanRose4. I can show you how to take off a t-shirt in a very sexy fashion. That is for all my single single men out there. Um, all right. Wow. We had three ads today. Wits. Uh, where's Jameis Winston going? I clearly based three ads around Jameis Winston. Oh my, I don't know. I, I fell asleep. Uh, you're reading so many ads. Dude, um, that's I a read that question. I read them and I, it wasn't, it wasn't terrible. You know, I, I botched the first one a little bit, but I did. Okay. My reading skills are going up because of the quarantine. <laughs> um, Jameis Winston. Hmm. Interesting. So, heard talks that the Patriots aren't interested. Heard talks a little bit about the Dolphins, but they were most likely going to take a quarterback high in the draft. Maybe the Chargers. Um, yeah, Roz, I find it hard to believe that Jameis Winston won't get signed somewhere before the start of the year because I know he threw 30 touchdowns, but I mean 30 interceptions, but he did throw 33 touchdowns. So And the most I think yards. Yeah. So there, you know, there's definitely some upside here. There's obviously a lot of downside as well. But I think Jameis Winston will find a place. Right, right now though, I, I really don't know because it seems like a lot of the teams who might have taken a shot on him have come out and said that they're not really interested. But a lot of things can change. You know, where do you see Jameis Winston going? Dude, I, 
I, I've been watching ESPN every morning um, because I like it's it's like Schefter hour, you know, like coronavirus. Everybody stay in. Everything's low, but what you can count on, just like a cockroach, Adam Schefter will be there with news. And so I was listening to see like what's going on. There apparently is no team interest right now in Jameis Winston, and I was thinking like, how does that make sense? Well, if you look at it, the NFL has been doing nothing but signing these quarterbacks to teams right now, and we forget that the NFL draft is still coming up, and arguably there is going to be four quarterbacks selected in the top 15 picks. So that takes more teams out of it. Jameis Winston might be stuck in a backup role. I don't know where he could start. I think you can see issues with the Chargers not drafting a quarterback. Maybe the Chargers are a good place for him to go to. But then again, the Chargers don't need another quarterback because let's not forget, Phillip Rivers was not prone to throwing the bad interception himself. That guy threw quite a few interceptions in his career and had over 20 in one season four as well. I mean, that might just be another pick-a-palooza place for uh, Jameis Winston if he goes to the Chargers. But other than that, I really don't know where I can place him. I can see John Gruden being an asshole, bringing him in, putting a three-way quarterback competition once the one and two in the draft, it would be Mariota, uh, Jameis Winston, and Derek Carr all on the same team. Um, other than that, I don't know. I really have no place for him. And to me, I think he's a backup. So that is looking like the trajectory of his career. And uh, we'll just have to see how that plays out. Um, only, only other quarterback thing that I noticed was that we didn't discuss is your hometown. They have just traded for Nick Foles. That's a pretty hefty contract, by the way. How do we feel in Chi-Town? Um, I feel better about Nick Foles than I do about Trubisky. But at the same time, the Bears have made a lot of interesting moves this offseason. I'm not quite sure exactly what they're doing, but I do like Nick Foles coming over. I'm not, I don't want to get super excited, though, because I know the guy did, he did win a Super Bowl, but... You know, he's bad. Kind of had an up and down career, and I just I don't know. They've gotten rid of you know a few players on defense. Um, I didn't really get the Jimmy Graham signing when they've got you know Trey Burton, who was injured a lot of last year, but it's a very highly touted tight end. You know, getting rid of Leonard Floyd. I I don't know really what the Bears are doing, but. I guess that's why I'm just a fan. <laughs> I don't make the decision. I mean, I think Robert but, Quinn is an upgrade, an older upgrade than Leonard Floyd, but is an upgrade at that position. So that's a nice little piece. The defense is always going to be good in Chicago. You guys are always going to continue to do well on that. I think it's just funny how you guys handle the quarterback position. And it, I don't know if it's a curse. I mean, Sid Luckman, who is goes down as your best quarterback ever wasn't like a true quarterback like he wasn't the best quarterback statistically this way and that way he did win games that was important for obviously a team and ultimately at the end of the day you want your quarterback to be able to win but god or golly you guys do not know how to put a quarterback on the field yeah i mean we we never really have and (laughs) i don't know if we ever will but maybe nick Foles will have the year of his life dude let me let me help you Right here. I've got the idea. Mitch Trubisky has made the playoffs before, right? Mitch Trubisky, all you need him to do is get enough games, win enough games, get you to the playoffs. Then you know what, then you, know what you do. The switcheroo. Throw Nick Foles in there. Mm. I think that's huge. That might I, be it. 
Dude, you cannot let Nick Foles play before the playoffs. We've seen how it turns out. It's not pretty. He literally needs just to play for four weeks, and that is through the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, he, I don't even think he didn't even make it through a full game last year, so that, that could be an idea for the Bears. But think, they, they didn't make one. the playoffs last year. They weren't really close, so I don't they know. Were close. They, they, they were close. They were there the year before. I, you guys all give up on Mitch so fast. He's the most athletic quarterback you guys have had, maybe since Jay Cutler. I don't even know if Jay Cutler was athletic. He doesn't have the arm of Jay Cutler, but he can get there. You guys are so fast to be like, I am done with Mitch. Uh, I think I think uh, we saw 16 games and some pretty terrible offensive football last year, so I, I don't know if I'd say so fast. It's been like two years. You're just so used to having Hall of Fame quarterback play. It's never been a worry for you. You don't know what it's like, Rod. So stop trying to act like you do. Hey, man, I sat through a season where Aaron Rodgers had a broken collarbone, thanks to Anthony Barr, and I had to watch Brent Hundley try to throw the ball, and then Deshaun Kaiser try to show. I mean, I know what bad quarterback looks like. That's why I don't take for granted. That's why I love every minute, every moment with Aaron Rodgers and what was Brett Favre for a long stretch, and I'm proud. But I'm also sure the Packers, when we have to move on from Aaron Rodgers, aren't going to be in a state of turmoil like the Bears. I think we will be able to find a quarterback once again faster than the Bears are able to find their next franchise quarterback. Because it doesn't even look like you're looking for your next franchise quarterback. Nick Foles isn't about to beat your next franchise quarterback. Yeah, you're right. But if we won a Super Bowl, it would be worth it. <laughs> that's that's my point on it. God, that's what we're living on. It will be worth it if we win a Super Bowl. That Super Bowl or bust, baby. With, with Nick Foll. Oh my God! All right, whatever. I I can't, I can't argue with Bears fans. They they only like to get riled up when their team is eleven and five and showing some some bit of hope. But at the end of the day, you should always know there's no hope for the Chicago Bears. No hope, no hope. I just watched a ton of the Pirates of the Caribbean. Have you been binging any anything, by the way? Uh, no, not yet. I mean, I just haven't had a big opportunity. I've still been working. No, um, but we might have a binge or two coming up this week. Let me tell you, make it Pirates of the Caribbean. Five great movies, especially from the beginning. Love that movie. Nothing gets me more riled up than the dun 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 dun. It's like that that theme song. Holy hell, that takes me to a new level. All right, Wits, we're almost out of here. I know I've got you for. I mean, I've got you. This is your show. You're going to be doing this show. Anyways, the NBA has one more salary payout, and that's April 1st, and then it's uncertain after that. What are the plans for the NBA moving forward? What do you expect to see from the NBA in the next six months? And uh, are we going to get a champion this year? Plus, is Roz going to win his bet? Is LeBron going to be MVP? That bet is still outstanding in Las Vegas. So I definitely need uh, for that to hit. Just way too many questions right there about the NBA that I cannot care less about right now. Um, I don't think LeBron's going to win MVP. Okay. And I, I think we'll finish up the NBA season. I don't know when, but... It's just this very do far down my line right now. Do we do we jump straight to the playoffs? Mm, How probably. would you want it? 
how would I want it? Yeah. <laughs> First, you have to ask me how if I really care either way, and I don't. Um, but yeah, I mean, depending how long this thing drags out. I mean, if we're getting into the summer, they might just have to go straight to the playoffs. So that's, that'll be my guess for now. I'll take the playoffs. Sweet. How I think it's going to happen, I think it's going to rotate the entire league calendar moving forward. I think we're going to have later starts. We're going to have later finishes. Anyways, I think this all comes to a head. I think they will begin playing at the end of May, and they will get their playoffs in. But it'll go into July. Wits, we had a great show today. Uh, had a good time. What are some closing thoughts? Anything uh, going on in Chicago? Anything in your life going on? Anything interesting that I'm missing out on? Um, not very good questions for this time, Braz. Uh, I would just say stay safe, be healthy, um, and we'll get through this. All right. Stay safe, and we'll get through this. Uh, hopefully you enjoy listening to my voice. Uh, that'll get you through at least 34 minutes, 36 minutes of your day. Um, if not, then just listen to it and make fun of me. That's another way of going about things. But this has been the opening line where we like to keep the line moving. I'm looking at an Aaron Rodgers bobblehead shaking his head. Yes, and you know what that means, everybody. Good things are about to come, and the Packers are going to win the Super Bowl in 2021. Let's get it, everybody. Have a good week. Stay strong.
sacrifices, I'll never regret this. Okay, my cocky flow is officially off the Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.